During meditation, if one feels anger building up, breathing increases, frowning, mood changes and pain, should one try to actively discard them with positive thoughts, metta, calming the breath, etc. Or just watch it and see that also passes away. You want to start and I'll finish? <coughs> I think this could depend. If it's just happening in meditation, then I say stick with it and watch it. If a person is a naturally angry person, maybe has an explosive temper, something just in normal life, then I think practicing metta and such along with their normal practice could be good. But if it's just something arising while you're sitting in meditation, then I just say sit with it and watch it. Yeah, that's a very good and succinct answer. Don't have much to to add to it, really. Um, but I, w I would say one thing is that on top of that, if if it continues to come up in meditation, um, that that you can use you can use loving kindness after your you know suppose you practice vipassana meditation and watch the anger saying to yourself angry angry being clear about it as just being uh, something that has ari arisen and will cease and so on not just being aware of the anger but also being aware of the pain and the the, the other things involved because anger is very m only a very small part of what we ordinarily consider to be angry the breathing increases, that's not anger, that's uh, breathing increasing. The frowning, that's not anger, that's physical. The pain in the head, the pain in the body, the tension in the body, that's also none of its anger. It's it's uh, physical and, and its body and its feelings. But but when you see when you see that this sort of thing is building up, you might want to incline towards augmenting your practice with um, with loving kindness and it's for this reason that we have these these meditations as the arakakamatana, the meditations which protect you. So we will practice loving kindness to all beings, to beings that we have problems with. When you have a difficulty with someone, then at the end of your meditation you'll reaffirm. You might not even call it loving kindness, but you re could say it's a reaffirmation of your intentions. You're setting your mind in the right the right way. So because you you might be practicing suppose you're practicing vipassana meditation and when you think of someone you you get really angry and you say angry angry and so your mind is bent out of shape when your mind is bent out of shape you're not really being mindful you're saying angry angry but you're really angry when you set your mind in the right way with with loving kindness or or what appears to be loving kindness it's also a determination aditana saying to yourself no my intention is that this person should be happy not that they should suffer my intention is that they should gain, not that they should lose, and so on. When you when you send these thought, loving thoughts, you're reaffirm, reaffirming your intention, so that when you go back and practice vipassana, you, you you're clear about this. And when the anger comes up, you're clear that that's not what you want. And that really makes it easier. It's the difference between view and defilement. Right? The view locks the defilement in place. When you believe that your anger is justified, this person hurt me and they should suffer, that, that that's proper for them to suffer because of it, then it locks the anger. You can't deal with it. You can say angry, angry, angry as much as you want. It'll never go away. So this is an example of how loving-kindness 
can be useful not only to suppress and to, to change the mind states, but also to change one's view. Because when you say to yourself, may they be happy, you're, you are inclining to a view that they should be happy, that it's proper for them to be happy. You're, you're saying to yourself, this is what is correct, this is what I truly believe in, uh, as an example.